So if you've got a four-legged friend, or if you yourself do a lot of stuff outdoors, uh, there is a warning that caught my ear over the weekend, and it comes from the uh, province's top doc. And it has to do with a number of tick-borne viruses that have uh, come about in addition to Lyme disease, which apparently, if you've got it, it's just hell. So misunderstood and hell. But uh, experts say they've been seeing an increase of uh, three different viruses, anaplasmosis, babesiosis, and powassan. Powassan. I hope I'm saying them right. Um, But they've grown into numbers high enough here in cases that they have to be tracked. And it's an expected wave. It migrated up the coastline of northeast North America, and that's because ticks are able to survive winter, then they get breeding all year long, they have a great party, and then in the spring, this year anyway, um, you know, they're carrying different viruses. So if you get any of them, not, not the best symptoms, like it's like vomiting, fever, headaches, and then it can go into all sorts of weird like stuff, like long-term memory loss. But you don't want them. So let's bring in a guy who knows all about these things, Jason Tetro, the germ guy. Good to have you, sir. Hey, it's great being with you again. Well, I was reading all through these things going, what anaplasmosis is, baby? But it's enough, apparently, that um, Dr. Kieran Moore felt like he had to come out. So what do you know about these? How many cases are we seeing? Uh, Well, so far, we're only seeing a very few number of cases. And um, in fact, when you look across the country, um, there there doesn't seem to be much of these particular uh, agents. For the record, by the way, anaplasma is a bacterium. Uh, Babesia is a parasite. I said a babyosis. Maybe we call babies. How do you say it? (laughs) No, don't ever call it baby. I did that once (laughs) at a conference. Oh, they got so upset. No, Babesia is uh, actually a, a parasite. And Powassan, for those of you who are geographically inclined, is actually very close to North Bay, and that's where that particular virus was first identified. Which is the worst of the three? Yeah, because it is very similar to um, one of those uh, meningitis-causing viruses. So So the Powassan virus is the worst. You've heard of Zika virus. Well, Powassan is along the same lines, except that instead of a mosquito, it's a tick. Yeah, so what happens to you then if you get the virus? once, once it gets inside of you, you feel that, as you said, the flu symptoms, et cetera, et cetera. And then about a week or two later, you start to go even further downhill. And eventually what happens is it, it's what we call neuroinvasive. It's a very bad word. It means it goes into your nervous system, goes up to your brain, starts causing all sorts of inflammation up there. And that's when things really bad happen. Now, granted, the first sort of um, symptoms are that, that sort of brain fog and, and haziness and inability to remember. But if it doesn't go, um, un, like if it goes unchecked, then it can lead to meningitis and unfortunately death. Poacin is one of those that you really do not want to mess with. Yeah, it was, uh, I think they compare it to like malaria. Um, malaria the- is more like a babesiosis. Oh, okay. Because, uh, yeah. so you don't want that so one babesio- either. I don't want either of these. No, you don't want any. You don't want any of the four because remember, Lyme disease is also in there, right? Is Lyme so, to be? Is Lyme disease like the worst of them? Because the thing with Lyme disease is it's so hard to like pinpoint, which I think has been the the frustration for a lot of people who get it. It's like they can't explain what they can't explain because it's hard to oh, figure out, and so everyone thinks oh, yeah. you're crazy. Uh, I mean, absolutely. And the thing is, is I'm, you know, I used to be part of a, of a national network on Lyme disease, uh, and Dr. Moore was actually part of that as well. And, you know, we were doing those first initial surveillances back in the late teens to find out whether or not there was any kind of risk 
not just from Lyme disease, but also from all of these others. And thankfully, unless you live in the Atlantic provinces, you don't really have that much of a risk at the moment. Yeah. But because of migration, and we're not just talking about birds, you know, we're talking about moose. They, <laughs> the, the, the ticks literally... Not, not that I'm getting too close moose, to them, but... <laughs> Um, so they are moving their way to Ontario. And then what happens is that when those ticks that have these bugs in them come into Ontario, then they end up actually being part of the wildlife population in the province. And the highest rate of ticks that you can find, especially ones that cause Lyme disease, happen to be in raccoons. Yeah. Oh, God. I just got rid of yeah. a family of six last year. They're hell to get rid of. Good God, is I it know. a process to get rid of? You got to move them all out. Oh my God, it's a process. And then they come right, but like they, they're all the rest of the relatives. We got a ton of wildlife around my place bunnies, oh, yeah. raccoons, possums, you name it. And uh, exactly. Yeah. And so if you happen to be in any kind of high grass, especially in the Toronto, uh, like the GTHA, um, you know, you want to go and make sure that you're checking yourself afterwards. Uh, even if you're wearing long clothing, make sure that you're looking for those very, very little tiny dots that are moving because there's a good likelihood that Ugh. that might be a tick. How big are they? I'm not, I, I knock on wood because I'd probably have a heart attack because I know people who have spotted them. And it's like, like, how long do you have, Jason, before the virus goes in you? Like, is it one of those things where you spot it and you go, okay, I'm going to pull that thing out and then get the head out. But it, like, if it goes in your skin, is it automatically pass the virus to you if it's got it? So when we look at it from the Lyme disease, because we have a lot more uh, information on that, you're probably looking at around... Um, one to two days that it's inside your skin before you start to see that transfer happen. Sometimes they stick for anywhere from 72 hours to six days. You can't feel them inside. I would freak out. I would freak out. I know, out. I know. And, and it's weird. I was actually talking with a colleague of, uh, of mine and, and probably ours, if you remember Jody Vance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was telling me that she actually found a tick on her while she was driving her car. And <gasps> I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like... Honestly, make sure that you do those tick checks because those little things are so tiny. And they oh, they're that tiny. How tiny are they? I thought they were bigger than that. Like, I thought they were, like, you could see them with the eye. Well, you can see them with okay. the eye. They're not microscopic. Okay. But the thing is, is that, you know, you could probably put a, a family of ticks onto a dime. Like, they're pretty, pretty small, some of them. Um, when they're engorged, in other words, they've yeah. already fed, then they're pretty large. And there are some larger ticks out there, like the dog tick that's out there. It, it's large, and you can see it, but it's not really carrying anything. It's the black-legged, the deer tick. They're pretty small, and those are the ones that are carrying the, um, uh, the, the pathogens. And do the normal, certainly for the animals anyway, I don't know what uh, you can do for a human other than um, uh, a mosquito repellent, but does the, the current dog and cat um, serum that they give you for the flea protect does that cover these new ones uh so when you're talking about ticks they're very much like mosquitoes so you can use the the deet um and then there's this more natural ingredient and i cannot remember the name for the life of me um that you can i wouldn't use. know it if you were wrong anyway so you could just fake it, just fake it. <laughs> Um, and, but you just need to have a higher concentration. So for mosquitoes, the deets are around like 10%. And for the ticks, it's probably more like 25 to 30%. Um, but it really does work. It's very effective. And you can now get tick repellent uh, at your local store. Ugh. Yuck. I know. Anyway. But, you know, and, and the funny thing is that, you know, we, we always talk about things that um, doesn't seem to be all that interesting, like warmer winters. We're all excited about warmer winters and stuff like that. But the fact is, is that unless you get that ground to freeze, that permafrost type idea underneath the, the ground, then these little ticks tend to survive and then their numbers grow. And, yeah. you know, well. 
Yeah, tis the season, tis the season, but uh, yeah, it's one of those things. By the way, how do you take a ticket? Or uh, You're supposed to take them and bag them, right? Yeah, so take them, bag them, call your public health uh, laboratory or office. Um, they want to look at what that tick is, do the surveillance, squish it up, find out if there's any bugs in it. So don't just throw out a tick. I know you probably want to squeeze shit and throw it out and do <laughs> nasty things to it. Please don't. Just put it in a Ziploc bag and take it to your local uh, public But you have to get the head out, right? Like, you have to get... Yeah, oh, yeah. So if you want to take it... Well, okay, if you want to take a tick out. No, like, I don't want to take a tick out. Yeah, Sorry. So plans for Friday night? Out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to use um, very fine tweezers, okay? Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to go right to the base of your skin where the head is, and that's where you're going to pull out. Don't pull it by the legs. Don't pull it by the body because if you oh. leave the head in there, then you're going to have to go see a doctor. Impossible to see one, too. That head, that head would be in there for weeks. Ugh. Okay. Well, I don't like bugs, not. so I, I, bugs and, and spiders are a particular <laughs> problem for me. So. I mean, thankfully, we do have a healthcare system, so you can just simply say, well, I tried to take a ticket. I failed miserably. Can you help? Yeah, sure. Like, well, that person's dying. Can we get back to you over there? It's like, okay, I'll just be here with my well, tick. Yes, okay, yeah. you might have to be in the emergency room a bit longer than other people, but still. God almighty. All right, thank you for the heads up, Jason. Take care. Hey, no problem. Take care, Alex. There is Jason Tetro, known as the Germ Guy, also host of the Super Awesome Science Show. Yeah, I heard that warning, and I, I it's one of those things where... My sister lives in Connecticut where these fleas are, or these ticks. And I was like, oh, we don't have them in uh, Toronto or Ontario. Well, they're here. They're here. So there's your warning.